You're listening to the DLF Dynasty Podcast, where there is no off-season. Welcome to a special bonus edition of the DLF Dynasty Podcast. I'm Dan Myler. That's Ryan McDowell. And over there is Matt Price. Guys, we talked about it briefly last week. It's episode 500 of the DLF Dynasty Podcast, Matt. We've been doing this for a minute now, uh, and the three of us have been together for more than 200 episodes. We thought it was proper to celebrate. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, It's just incredible that the show has not only been around this long, but that the three of us have been together for, what, 200 episodes is, you know, almost four years. So uh, it's uh, it's been a pleasure. It's been, uh, you know, frustrating at times. It's been... (laughs) It's been a lot of fun, too. (laughs) So, you know, we've got to know each other not only through the show and, you know, got to talk football. It's always good to be able to talk football with your friends, but, you know, have become real life friends, too. So uh, it's been awesome. Yeah, I echo the same sentiments. We've we've had a lot of fun, Ryan. The three of us have met in real life. You know, that doesn't always happen in a hobby, quote unquote hobby. But uh, for a lot of us, really at Dynasty League football in general, it's not just this podcast. You make friends and you become close with these people. And I just can't believe that we, like like Matt said, we get to sit down once a week and talk football with our buddies. Yeah, it's it's the best. I And I mean, there's definitely sometimes, I don't know if you guys feel this way, there's sometimes I forget we're doing a podcast. It yeah, really right. does feel like we're just talking football. Um, and just the fact that we're recording it and people listen to it uh, is honestly kind of secondary sometimes because it's just, uh, it is so so much fun to hang out and do this. It's it's there amazing are... to have it's amazing to have people that you can like have an outlet like this with because you know we're we're sick about this game and the sport and you know you you can't talk to your girlfriend or your wife you you can't even really talk to your coworkers at your day job like they just don't understand so to have people that understand uh, is is great. Yeah, we live through the agony together. As a, we're, we're a tripod of a- agony here on the on the podcast. So we've been doing it for 200, 230, something like that episodes together, the three of us. But we weren't the first ones on the block, of course. This, this show, I can't believe it. It's been around for, what, 10 or 12 years. And I was thinking there's probably listeners out there. Hey, John and Bill and Fred, you've been listening through the whole thing. You, you remember guys like guys like Jeff Miller and, and Carl Safchik and, and Jarrett and Tim and everybody who has rolled through here. So when we got together, put our brains together, guys, and how could we celebrate 500 episodes of the DLF Dynasty podcast, we decided let's, let's talk to these guys. Everybody who's been a host in the past uh, really staked their claim to the pod. We wanted to catch up and have a few minutes with each one of them. So... Uh, there, there was f- some fun conversations. We talked about uh, some fun memories. We, we got a few dynasty takes going into next season. So we're going to do all that stuff throughout the next hour or so. We're going we're gonna to have some outtakes towards the end of the program where uh, the three of us especially get to, get to make a fool of ourselves. And, well, Matt, Matt. Matt. Yeah, well, <laughs> and yeah, uh, a lot the three of, a lot of us. We'll talk about a few more memories as well. So let's get the uh, get this show on the road. Ryan had a chance to talk to Jarrett and Tim um, about their favorite memories. They actually were the ones to kick off the podcast, Ryan. Yeah, it was it was great to catch up with those guys. Uh, I was around at DLF back in 2012 when the podcast 
uh, first started. And I had some memories of, of kind of what that was like. And uh, at that point, I certainly wasn't interested in being part of it. I, I was uh, That was not my wheelhouse. But Jarrett and Tim stepped up, uh, did an awesome job getting things started. And, um, and yeah, it was, it was great to catch up with them. Yeah, let's talk to Jarrett and Tim right now. I'm pleased to be joined right now by the first two co-hosts of the DLF Dynasty podcast ever, going back nearly 10 years. We've got Jarrett Behar and Tim Stafford. Jarrett, how's it going today? I'm doing pretty good. How you doing, Ryan? I'm doing well. It's, it's been a long time. Good to catch yeah, up. Too long. T- Tim, how about you, man? Same, man. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. And uh, congratulations on <clears throat> an incredible anniversary. Thank you. Thank you. 500 episodes. This is it. And we, we knew we wanted to, to bring back the whole crew. And, and you guys were the first two, as I said. Um, and, and I kind of remember, you know, I was around in those days as well with, with you guys. And I, I remember the talk on the DLF message board that we had, the uh, the staff message board. You know, now we're we try to use Slack and, and those those very professional things. But we were message boarding it back in those days. And I remember uh, Ken saying, hey, we're going to do this podcast. And and you guys kind of stepped up pretty quickly. Uh, Jarrett, what what made you interested in, in doing a podcast? I, I, I like to hear the sound of my own voice. Yeah. So <laughs> I thought that that would be a good forum for that. Um, well, you are a lawyer, so we we knew that already. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> So uh, I'm used to thinking on my feet. Um, and yeah, I, re- I remember it was in an old message board thread. Mm-hmm. And I think Tim and I were the ones that volunteered. And I honestly, I didn't really know Tim at all. Mm-hmm. Um, we were just basically two guys that responded to the same message board thread. Other yeah. than, you know, reading his articles on DLF, which was still, you know, in the early stages at that point. Um, well, there weren't many of us, right? It was the three yeah. of us. There were there were, there were a few others. But now, you know, now our team is 50 or 60 people or whatever it is. And to have just two people step up they they were probably glad they had two people step up to do it. Right, right. I mean, in retrospect, they probably wish they hadn't gotten the guy who wrote the Brian Hartline article. But <laughs> <laughs> that's great. No, I, it, it was a good run. You guys started. We, we had to kind of splice through this because it's hard to find 10 year old podcast, but uh, we we've got it. Episode one was June 27th, 2012. So we are, uh, we are getting close to that 10 year anniversary here in, in a few months. And uh, Tim, you talked about Percy Harvin and Maurice Jones drew and Jacquez Rogers on that episode. It, any memories from, from not just that episode, Tim, but any memories from that run as, as the first co-host of the DLF podcast that stand out to you? Yeah, I, I think the reason that I wanted to do it was to see, frankly, if it could be done. Mm-hmm. Um, it was one of those things where it's like at that time, you know, the ESPN guys like Matthew Berry and uh, whatever his name was, Nate something rabbits, I think were doing their podcast. And I was like, man, I wonder if this could be done. Like, could we successfully launch a dynasty related podcast and do you have to be associated with like a big name like ESPN to make that work and my memory was when I think Jarrett told me that we were or maybe it was our producer uh, Jason I think told me that we had been downloaded in a hundred countries and I was just like 
that's incredible. I'm like, how, how the heck is, and it's probably like military bases or something, but <laughs> nonetheless, I mean, just hearing that metric and I was just like, man, we, we started something that frankly at the time, nobody else was doing. I mean, there just wasn't a lot of dynasty content and there certainly wasn't a dynasty specific podcast. A lot of people I think chased after us after we did it. And that's great. Um, but that's my memory. I, I was really proud when I felt like we had taken something that and proven that we could launch something kind of out of nothing. Well, you kind of hit on it there. And and as far as we know, you guys were the first and we were the first dynasty only podcast out there. And and now, you know, if you go to Apple podcast or whatever and you search dynasty, you're you're getting dozens of hits. Uh, if not, if not over a hundred, so you're right. There have been plenty to follow and, and some, some great ones, uh, fortunately for us and for the dynasty community. Um, but you reminded me or made me think about a a couple of things as you're talking about that, just the uncertainty of, could this even work? And, and right now, you know, pulling back the curtain, we're sitting here in, in Kentucky and Tennessee and New York and, and chatting with each other and looking at each other's faces on, on this video call this certainly wasn't around 10 years ago. And um, I mean, I remember when I was a guest on the podcast with you guys, I I think I just called Jarrett's phone, I believe is what I did. So (laughs) what was it like in 2012, just to record a podcast? What was the process like? I remember that we just had a lot of technical difficulty. (laughs) I I don't even remember the first well, we still, we, we we still have that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm sure. But they're, D- different they're, kinds. Yeah. They're more advanced technical difficulties than, you know, like the hamster running the Internet wheel in my house died and uh, <laughs> we couldn't upload things. But, yeah, no, we were we were all like on a conference call line. And I think basically we recorded a conference call. And then I think in the initial uh, instances, Ken Moody was like uploading it until we got Jason Blanton in as, as our full time uh, producer. And. You know, sometimes the files would get corrupted. You know, we'd have to redo things. And it was just, you know, at one point we switched to recording Hangouts. And when when we could see people, that would be fantastic. Although (laughs) sometimes we would have a a video uh, taping and we'd have Matt Waldman on, who's like amazing. And I probably don't need to explain to anyone listening to this who Matt Waldman is. But he would be holding a football and he'd be showing us like, things and we'd have to remind him that it, we weren't recording the video <laughs> and all this great explanation that, that Matt gave us would be like for waste because we didn't have video back in those days. Jared, I want to go back to something you said a moment ago, because you said when, when you guys started, you didn't really even know Tim, you know, Tim, Tim was just the other guy who, who jumped in and, and wanted to do the podcast. And I, I would say that this, the same is true of my current situation. When I joined, obviously I knew Dan and, and Matt and we worked together, but we didn't really work together. Right. Um, I maybe had a couple conversations with them, but in the years since I know we've built a, a, a great friendship and we've uh, we've hung out in real life and we've done guys trips and our families have met and all those, all those great things. And it sounds like you and Tim, at least got to meet up in real life and, and build, obviously build a friendship as well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, especially when we were kind of like in the heat of doing the podcast, uh, we would make some bets on the show and then pay them off in person. So Tim came up to New York and we went to a Met game. Uh, Tim's a Phillies fan. So we saw the Mets and the Phillies. And I think I lost the bet and I had to wear a Phillies hat. 
And then I went down to Nashville and we went to a Giants Titans game. And I think I had won the bet that time. I have a picture of Tim wearing my uh, Giants yeah. Super Bowl champions hat. So <laughs> we definitely were able to turn it from, you know, two guys saying, hi, we're going to do a show together on a message board into a, into something much more than that. That's awesome. That's very cool. Uh, Tim, any other, any other general memories about the podcast uh, or any, anything related to DLF really? No, I, I just, I, I think, I just, I think it's impressive that you guys have taken this so far to 500 episodes. We were, we were chatting about this before we started recording. I, I think the audience probably to some degree maybe appreciates, but not to the full extent, like how much work goes into what you do. Um, you know, Jared and I obviously stepped away from it and it's like, you know, why would you do that? It was enjoyable to do. Um, you know, you get a lot of, and you know, you get a lot of kudos for it, but man, it is a ton of work. It's a, uh, it's an everyday effort to stay current and be able to produce the kind of content uh, that I know you and, and the other guys do at DLF, not just the podcast, but the whole thing. It's just, man, what a grind. So uh, hats off to you for carrying that torch for so long, because I, I don't know, we did 75 or a hundred episodes. And by the time that was done, I, I was for sure burned out. So the fact that this thing has gotten to 500 is something I'm incredibly proud of. And I know kind of the, the amount of work that you do. And I hope the audience truly appreciates that. Thank you. Yeah, Thank I think you that so applies much. to the whole site, by the way, too. I mean, I, I mean, we were kind of in on the ground floor of of DLF. I mean, I still have a T-shirt with like the original logo on it. And I think Ryan and I were like maybe two of the first like writers that they hired. I remember they brought Eric Dickens in, was doing the Twitter account. Um, Ryan, I mean, like people don't remember when Ryan had like 100 followers and his Twitter <laughs> logo was, was Derek Jeter's number two. I mean, you know, <laughs> I mean, this was a long, long time ago, um, right when this stuff was getting started and to see what it's like turned into and having, you know, Matthew Berry, like congratulating you on, on, on your, your, your business relationships. Now it's, it, it's really incredible what it's, what it's become. We, we have, we have come a long way and, um, you know, it's, it's, it's on your all shoulders and, and on the shoulders of so many others who have, uh, have done great work for DLF, uh, over the years. So we definitely appreciate both of you. Uh, Jared, any other general memories, uh, before, before we wrap it up here? Yeah, it was funny. I was, I was looking at some of the old agendas, you know, that are 10 years old that I hadn't looked at. Forever. I love, I, had, I love that you still have them by the yeah, way. Yeah, I just have this Google drive, you know, it's like, you know, I pay whatever it is for like a terabyte and so I just keep all this stuff. And uh, I have this note from one time that we had Matt Waldman on and I guess Tim would write the agendas and I would put notes into them. You know, we're collaborating. And so my comment is to Tim, for this, we'll do the usual. We'll pepper Matt with questions and he'll nail them all. Please don't ask me my opinion after he gives his. He'll put me to shame. <laughs> had a penchant for like letting these like real we would have uh, matt williamson on or matt waldman or people and they would give these like crazy in-depth explanations and then it'd be like jared what do you think about <laughs> we all, we all me, Tim. <laughs> i agree i agree yeah waldman is the best for sure uh always a great resource and 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 still is true for sure I want to catch up with really quickly what you guys are doing now. Do you, do you still play dynasty? Uh, I assume no more podcasts for, for either of you, but 
Uh, Tim, we'll start with you. It's still, still follow Dynasty? Are you in the fantasy game at all? Um, <laughs> that's funny. No, I um, I no longer have any Dynasty teams. I have one redraft team that's. Uh, I went to Ohio State, and I play in a league with a bunch of guys who went to University of Michigan. So it's always enjoyable. I decided, you know, I said this earlier that my thing was, I wanted to see if it could be done. I wanted mm-hmm. to see if we could, and by, if it could be done, it was do it professionally. And, you know, from my perspective, it was, can we do this, get a following and get paid for it and make money for the company. And I've taken that same model and replicated it. And now what I do is I teach people how to drive race cars. So I'm a professional hey. race car instructor because I wanted, I moved from doing a, can I be a paid fantasy analyst to can I be a paid race car driver? And so that, that's where my passion is now. That's amazing. That's very cool. Jarrett, what about you? Uh, yeah, no, I still have, um, I have a couple of contract. Au- it's funny. So I have two contract auction dynasty leagues that I commissioned, which are, loosely based on leagues that you created ryan mm-hmm. then i have a salary cap contract league which is loosely based off a league that tim created <laughs> and then i have one more that i started two two years it's gone two years now that is just a standard dynasty league but it's best ball because it's the, yeah. it's the day-to-day management that that is that is difficult um and then i play i've been playing the scott fishbowl and then a bunch of twitter writers that live on long island um, I guess they couldn't find a 12th rider. So they asked me to play <laughs> like, you know, as, as ex officio or something like that. And uh, I actually ended up coming back and winning that league. So that was pretty oh, fun. Very uh, nice. Yeah. But uh, so I'm, I, I'm still playing, you know, a, a fair amount of fantasy football, but you know, I'm i uh, I'm a practicing attorney here in New York. I'm a partner in my law firm. I'm a director of the County Bar Association and the, the Dean of the Academy of Law, which like teaches, you know, lawyer skills and things. So it's hard to, to balance yeah. everything. And, you know, I've actually thought about kind of coming back and doing some podcasting, but I just, like Tim said, the, the amount of work, when I actually stop and think about how much work is involved, I'm like, yeah, I don't have time for that. <laughs> well, we appreciate you guys so much, uh, not only for joining us here today, but for everything you've done and in, in really uh, being the cornerstones of the DLF Dynasty podcast for those first, uh, the first year, year and a half or so. Um, Thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for having us. All right, we'll kick it back to Dan now. Ryan, that was a lot of fun to catch up with the original co-hosts of the podcast. Those guys were around for quite a while. They obviously had a lot of fun, got to know each other pretty well along the way as well. You know, the beginning of a podcast, starting off, that that's probably the most entertaining part of it. These guys... You know, we we sit here in front of microphones and video cameras and and we can send agendas back and forth and see things in real time. Not exactly what they were going through back then. Yeah, we we got into it there a little bit. And, you know, it's 10 years ago. In a way, that sounds like forever ago. But in other ways, it doesn't seem that long ago. Technology wise, it was forever ago. (laughs) Right. There there was no uh, video calling, at least not available to us at that point just actually creating the podcast and, and pulling it off, knowing what, what they had to go through to do that is, is even more impressive, honestly. My first um, time on the podcast was as a guest, and we were talking about, I think, running, running back ones for every team. 
And I had to go find a landline to make the phone call and call in and, and, you know, to have the group chat and things like that. And a few days later, there it was in the podcast feed. So um, now we do things just a little bit differently. As I said before, guys, we've been doing this for 250 episodes. So I thought it'd be fun to talk about our favorite memories from the podcast as well. Matt, I have to pick on you just a little bit. One of my favorites of all time came shortly after Ryan took over the third seat. So you and I had had shared hosting duties with a couple others who we'll get to here shortly. And we kind of settled in there for a time, just you and I. And, and then Ryan came, came along. And one of the first episodes he was on, his son Grayson was in the back background making oh a little God. bit of noise. Please don't. <laughs> so embarrassing. <laughs> and Matt says... Is that a cat? Oh my! And Ryan God. and I both froze. <laughs> I think we were we were getting ready for the podcast. It didn't end up on the air. We were not recording. I so wish we were because <laughs> I still have a note on my computer screen that says, "Is that a cat?" So it stuck with us for what five years. I I thought I I thought I lost my job at DLF that <laughs> I felt so terrible, and luckily Ryan saw you know saw the humor in it, and we were able to move past it. But that was one of the most embarrassing moments, maybe of my entire life, to be honest with you. Well, that's well, that's what made it so great for us. I mean, I was right, and you know, if you listen to the podcast or if you follow me on Twitter, you're probably familiar with with Grayson. Oh, Grayson's Grace a star. Yeah, yeah. Grayson has uh, has Down syndrome, and and I don't know if if that factored into Matt's embarrassment that he had somehow it offended did. me. Absolutely. Or, or, you know, it, it certainly didn't. I thought it was funny. Um, I was mostly mad at Grayson for coming in the in the room while we were trying to to get started. But no, I was not offended at all. I, I thought that was funny, and and the reason or the 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 fact that you were so worried about it made it even better for for <laughs> well, Dan and I. If you've spent any time with Grayson, which luckily Matt and I have, you know that that Grayson's a great kid. Uh, far from a cat, though, um, a <laughs> real big cat, right? Big, I always, I always joke that he's going to be a linebacker. I think we're going to upgrade him to de tackle. Uh, he's going to have to be a nose guard here down the road. Beefy. So once Jarrett and Tim, uh, once their time kind of came to an end, we had kind of a a transition period. And I know Jarrett stuck around for quite a while. Uh, also, Carl Safchek and Eric Harder joined in. And I, I guess I should mention their buddy, Jason Blanton. He was producing during that time. They, they handled the podcast for a long time. I, that was really when I started listening on a regular basis, I suppose, seven, six, seven, eight years ago. And those guys had a lot of fun. They, they like to, they like to take jabs at each other. They like to um, make fun of each other for their bad takes and their extra hot takes, those kinds of things. So when I think of Carl and Eric, that's what I think of. I had a chance to sit down with the two of them and spend about 10 minutes chatting about their time on the podcast. So let's get to that. I am very pleased to introduce our next guest in this 500th edition of the DLF Dynasty podcast. A couple of guys that hosted a lot of these episodes I was just talking to him before we hit record, and I, I said they were at each other's throats week in and week out, taking jabs at each other. It's Carl Safchik and Eric Harder. Fellas, how you doing? Long time no chat. Hey, Dan. Good to see you, man. Good to see Eric again. 
Uh, he moved to Maryland, and we've hung out once since then. <laughs> <laughs> we hung out once, but we did actually see James Simpson as well, our, yes, our right. esteemed editor at DLF. So, yeah, um, yeah, <laughs> good times. No, uh, like you said, Dan, in a couple of minutes, you know, I was able to get a good ribbon on Carl on his uh, Vernon Davis sleeper pick. You know, first round uh, top ten pick, Vernon Davis, the great sleeper of our time. <laughs> Yeah, you guys, you know, I listened to probably every episode you guys hosted. Uh, so many of them. I, I really should have gone back and counted to see how many you guys did, because for a long time, you guys were the staples of the DLS Dyn- Dynasty podcast. You guys had a lot of fun on the show, Carl. You you didn't you didn't have any trouble taking jabs at each other or uh, having a little fun with one another when they were wrong or, or even giving credit when they were right. What was it about the group that you guys had and the amount of fun you guys had when you were hosting? Oh, we had a whole lot of fun, and I'm still waiting for that time when I'm wrong. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Eric Eric, uh, Eric made fun of me for, for my Vernon Dave, Davis sleeper pick. Uh, I, I still stand by that. I don't think you have to be young to be a sleeper. I think you're probably right. Uh, there, there's plenty of guys who break out late, the Cordero Pattersons of the world, right, that that uh, come on late in their careers. And they were a sleeper for this year. I don't know if they were a sleeper their whole career. They were they maybe fell asleep for most of it. Uh, Eric, anything for you that from your time, really, outside of what you said there about Carl and stuff? You guys... Uh, you guys shared the mic. Uh, it wasn't just the two of you all the time. There, there was a three-headed monster on the podcast for, for a couple of years there, and uh, you guys had a lot of fun. Yeah, absolutely. And obviously, Dan, you know, there's certainly a lot of prep work that goes into the show, but it is a very organic experience. You're having organic dialogue. And with Carl, Jared, uh, Tim Stafford, even messing around with Jason Blanton, our producer in the background, it was just... Yeah, that's right. A very organic time. We had a good time talking to one another, and you're doing a podcast about fantasy football. It's it's tougher to get better than that, right? Yeah, we've uh, as I mentioned, 500 episodes all together. Um, you guys, well over 100 episodes. You I guys would think, had to yeah, have done. I would think over it was, yeah. It was uh, it was at least a couple of years straight where it was the three of you guys for most of them. Every now and then, one of you would duck in or duck out. You had a little help in the background, as you mentioned from Jason. I remember uh, remember seeing all those tweets and stuff like that. So, what have you guys been up to lately, Carl? You you stepped away from DLF, of course. You still throwing those hot takes out from time to time. I see. Uh, still a Washington football fan, of course. What's up with you, bud? Yeah, I'm a suffering through my Washington fandom. I, you know, I say I'm, I'm a Washington fan uh, 16, 16 days out of the year because I try to stay, you know, unbiased or whatever. Um, outside of DLF, you know, we did our Dynasty One po- podcast for a little while.
Yeah, that was a lot of fun sitting down with those guys, Carl and Eric. Ryan, I know you knew those or know those guys pretty well. They're still hanging around on Twitter, hanging around really in the dynasty space a little bit, as well as they alluded to in that interview. Carl, known for his Washington fandom, oh, yes. uh, as I said before, those guys like to like to take shots at each other. They had a lot of fun on the podcast. I, I remember the bets. The, the like yeah yeah there you go it. didn't bring I, that it still up sticks I out in my head I got five on it I, I remember that it sticks out so <laughs> yeah <much. laughs> yeah that was good yeah just uh, just thinking about that trio and and they did uh, they certainly had a long run um, as as the host of the pod just how much fun they had together and, and that I mean that stands out um, you you kind of hit at it a little bit there Dan just you know giving each other a hard time about different things but. They clearly, uh, you know, clearly had fun doing the pod, enjoyed the pod. That's one of the great things I think about the the nearly 10 year run of this podcast is because we've had so many different iterations, so many different hosts and and combinations. It, it kind of feels like different versions of the podcast. You know, maybe some have been a little more uh, a, a little more fun, a little more entertaining. Some have been a little more content focused and and structured or serious or whatever you want to say. And I I think that's a pretty cool thing. If you've been a listener, certainly since the beginning. Yeah, we, we try to mix in as much fun as we can. And probably more of our fun is inside jokes more than, more than what the listeners see, but for sure, Carl and Eric and Jarrett, when he was with them as well, they, they had a lot of fun uh, when they were doing the, the podcast, you know, when we decided to do this show guys, I, I thought, you know the the best part for me is going to be the the memories the the favorite episodes the is that a cat story all those kind of types of things and i was thinking and you guys can share some of yours if you want to as well i was thinking about some of my favorite episodes and and mine were mine are always the the ones that are unique that we don't regularly do we've come up with a lot of good ideas that have have stuck around but I, I, we did a series or, or a, a run of salary cap podcasts. Me and Jeff Miller did uh, a few years back. Those were a lot of fun because it, it's kind of a specialty of mine. Ryan, also one of my favorite episodes that we ever did was you and me. And it actually happened before you were a regular on the podcast. We did, we did a show dedicated completely towards the kitchen sink franchise of leagues that you run and it wasn't necessarily about those specific leagues, those members, anything anything great, uh, although the leagues are great, about those leagues. It was more about the camaraderie, the, the, the unique rules, how to get people involved in, in your fantasy league and keep them involved year round. And that's not something we do regularly, but it was, sure was a lot of fun to produce that episode. Yeah, those things do definitely stand out. And... And I'm with you. The it seems like we do so much of kind of the similar things from year to year. Uh, you know, we're we're talking rookies, we're talking free agents, or combine, or, or previewing the the regular season. That we kind of, you know, we kind of fall into a uh, a rut a little bit. And I, I know we're, you know, we're looking forward. We're kind of excited about some changes coming. Uh, but those. Those unique episodes certainly stand out. I think about uh, a couple of different things that we we came up with uh, as topics that our buddy John Bosch turned into actual 
dynasty yeah. leagues. Um, so those, those have been fun for sure. We did uh, a series of, and we've done this a couple of times, redrafting rookie classes going back uh, five or six years and, uh, and redrafting each of those. We made that a league. That was kind of the basis of the uh, DLF dynasty podcast league that ran for several years. John made it a league as well, I believe. And and then we did a team building series where you could choose one player from each round of, of the current ADP. John made that a league as well. <laughs> yeah, we've had a lot of fun. We had that listener league and Shecky kind of beat our asses in that <laughs> league, league for a couple of years. Uh, so shout out to him. That's That was another fond memory that I was going to bring up. We, we started that league. We had a lot of fun with it. And it came, it was born from something we did on this show. So, you know, once getting back to the, the former hosts, once Carl and Eric stepped away from DLF or or stepped away from the podcast, then it kind of introduced a new era of the pod. And that was the Jeff Miller era. We all know Jeff. I'm sure a lot of our listeners remember Jeff's wit and personality on the podcast. He, he had a big part of everything that went into the pod week in and week out, Matt. And you spent some time with, with Jeff on the podcast, the end of his run kind of mixed with the beginning of your run, uh, your memories of Jeff Miller and and the early days of podcasting with him. Yeah. I, this might not even be part of the, I don't know if you ever actually did this on the podcast, but one of my favorite things was back was when we had our DLF chat on boxer and he would just pop in and start telling stories, you know, not real stories, but stories about Alan Robinson and how, Alan, Alan Robinson would do things that weren't illegal or anything, but he just liked to make people's day a little bit worse. Uh, and it was, it cracked me up every time. Like I kept trying to goad him into, into telling more of those stories. And I guess it just had to come, uh, come when it came to, uh, to Jeff. Uh, but that was one of them. Uh, and just like, I mean, he was just so, so he, fun. That was, so much energy. this year was so the creative. ultimate. The ultimate Alan Robinson, oh, yeah. uh, like it making your life worse, right? Absolutely, yeah. Like, <laughs> I can't even imagine the stories uh, that he would have had about Alan this this year. <laughs> I got to, I got a chance to sit down with Jeff, and we talked about his time as the podcast host and and football retirement now for Jeff. I am happy to introduce our next guest on this special 500th episode of the DLF Dynasty podcast. It's my old buddy. You all know him. We've we've talked to him so many times in the past, but now he's retired. Jeff Miller, how you doing, dude? I'm upset that you lied already. Oh, I sorry. You, you know, said I you're, tried you, to... said you're, you said you're happy, and I think the word you were looking for was probably ecstatic. I was okay. All right. I wasn't sure if it was that or that I called you buddy. You know, you're kind of all over the place sometimes. So, uh, Jeff, we, we haven't had you on the podcast for a long time. Like I said, you're, you're kind of in dynasty retirement. Now you, you faded away. You won all those championships. You wrote all those articles. You did all these episodes of the DLF dynasty podcast. You were the main man for a long time, took over the podcast years and years ago, did it Hard and heavy for a few years, a couple of years, and uh, then then kind of moved away from the fantasy circle. Yeah, I went from crazy hardcore podcast stuff to pulling back on leagues to kind of getting sucked back in by doing the social media stuff for four for four for a year, and I wrote their waiver wire article. Yeah, and then and then when all that stuff was done. I went through kind of like uh, there was that next season. I kind of had like a rough personal patch 
mental health wise and stuff. I don't want to get too all serious about it. And, and then I became a bigger fan of hockey and then fantasy just kind of faded away slowly and a little more and a little more and a little more. And uh, I formally retired at the end of this last season. So, yeah, you're, you're, you know, there was that stretch where you're talking about on social media about winning in fantasy football without watching football. Dude, that, that was a big deal for a minute. I haven't watched I haven't watched a complete football game in probably f- four years, maybe three years. I guess I'd have to think about when I last wrote for for um, four for four. But even when I was writing for four for four, I wasn't watching complete games. I was red zoning it, and I was consuming a lot of information, like written information, and looking at um, advanced metrics and that kind of stuff, which is, you know, to do waiver wire article, that's really all you need to do. Cause obviously it's not possible to watch every game unless this is your full-time job. So I was kind of checked out of actually watching games then. And dude, I haven't watched a super bowl in probably five years. I watched basically no football this year. I mean, the most football I watched is when a buddy was over and, uh, we were hanging out and I watched like half of a Cardinals game informally. I, I, I couldn't tell you who's in the playoffs this year. Oh, my goodness. I don't know any. I have no concept of what's happening. So you and I met back, it was episode like 200, right around there. Okay. And we started doing those salary cap episodes. So that's 300 episodes ago. That's six or seven years, whatever it might be. And you remember doing those salary cap episodes yeah, together. We did four or five. It's still my pinned tweet. Some of my some of the most commented articles that I get are from or most comments I get on Twitter or on articles that I write still at DLF are going back to those episodes. Where can I find that content? And those those are probably some of the most evergreen episodes that we ever did on the pod. There are still people going back and listening to those salary cap episodes. That's actually really cool. And it's not totally surprising because, like you said, that info. It, it's never really going to go out of style because like, you know, as zero RB comes and goes, you know, first it was late round quarterback and then zero RB. I mean, there's always something like that. Right. But with salary cap stuff, it really just kind of comes down to like math and economics and that kind of thing. And that doesn't really change. You know, how you distribute your money might change based on the way the, the league itself changes and the way the game is played. But, but the basic concept of how to, be good at salary cap leagues as I would assume is pretty much going to stay the same indefinitely. Yeah. So we can get you right back in. You can jump right back in again. <laughs> just, uh, just get that calculator out and you're back in dead presidents, right? I mean, I, listen, I kind of go in circles. We were talking a little bit before you hit record and people that know me know this is how my personality works. Um, I go in phases with things where it's all like, I'm all in on something. Yeah. And and I'll be all in on it for three, four, five, six years, whatever. And then I'll burn out or I'll find something else that really grabs me. And so for, you know, before fantasy football, it was uh, it was poker. And I worked in the online poker industry and I played poker both online. And when we first moved to Vegas, I played a boatload live and and I was in it. I mean, in it, in it. And then when I kind of moved away from that, then I moved into fantasy. And so it's always something. And um, uh, uh, maybe it'll be fantasy again someday. You never know. 
I'm going to try to drag you back in because some of my best uh, best fantasy memories are either recording podcasts or sitting after or before podcasts with you, Jeff, just talking strategy, talking about our leagues, talking about what we're doing and, and just general life. I miss those conversations. That's why I had to do this interview with you. Talking about you buying video games at uh, yep. garage sales. And yeah, still box, doing getting, it. Getting boxes from you about what you found and all that. Yeah, of course. I, look, that is one of the more difficult parts of kind of the way I work is I dip in and out of things and definitely tend to like make good friendships. And then as I get into something else, some of those friendships go by the wayside and uh, uh I mean, I'm not going to sit here and say, like, you have great regrets about it. But, yeah, you definitely miss talking to you guys, you and Matt and George and and Ryan and Nick. And I still, you know, say hi once in a while on Twitter. But uh, I kind of walked away from social media during the last election cycle um, as well. So um, I'm not even really around all that much anymore. Yeah, we uh, like I said, we had a lot of time. You mentioned the names, the guys that you you did podcasts with for so long, did the DLF dynasty podcast for so long with those guys, Nick and George, myself, Matt was part of it towards the beginning of his run as well. And we, we talked about so many different things. We, you know, when you took over the podcast from Carl and those guys, Jeff, there was a certain way that they did things. And then, then you kind of introduced a new way where you, where you wanted to hit more hard hitting topics, change the direction of the show so much. And, you know, I got to tell you, we still do an agenda for every single show. This is 300 (laughs) shows later. I still use the same format that you set that first episode that I was on episode 201. I still use the same format. I copied that from Jeff Miller. My mother tells the story like if somebody were to if you were to if I was to introduce you to my mom and you say to her encapsulate Jeff in one story the story she would tell you was when I was a kid I would spend so long setting up a game or or something I was going to do that I would then not have time to play it and <laughs> and, and and that that is Jeff in a nutshell so like when it would come to doing something like a podcast, I would spend all the time figuring out, you know, how can we make this more organized and better and, and yada, yada. So the fact that the agenda lives on is both unsurprising and uh, (laughs) it actually tickles me a little bit. That makes me happy. Yeah, that's good. Uh, Like I said, we had, we had a lot of fun. Um, We joked around a lot, you know, we leading into before I hit record, I said, are there any funny memories? And and there's a whole bunch that are kind of bumping around in our heads. We were thinking about a few of them. Um, I think the overall gist of your time on the podcast was it was light. It was fun. We tried to make Dynasty weird a little bit to, uh, to borrow something from uh, from our guy, Ryan McDowell. He writes those articles. Uh no specific memories or, or anything like that. But but every t- every time we hit record, we just tried to have a good time. Yeah, I, I'm a silly dude, so... Um, yeah, we, we know. We did. All we, of I, us I listening to, right now, we know. I, I wanted to make it silly and a little bit weird. And I did that definitely... There were some forum posts and some tweets that were not pleased about that. <laughs> yeah, they didn't all appreciate it, that's for sure. But, 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 but some people did, and I think... I think there was a certain portion of our audience that more tolerated me than appreciated me. And 
you know, that's fine. That's kind of <laughs> how my life kind of goes anyway. But I was actually something just sprang to mind, and maybe you'll remember it better than me. Um, yeah, I, you won. I don't remember. There was a running joke about you having a title belt that you flaunted in front of us. There's a couple little things that bump around in my mind. The time that we put George on a that we put George on on the desert island was something we talked about. So we had some ridiculous moments, some bits that had nothing to do with fantasy that somehow made their way onto the podcast over time. That uh, uh, I don't know. I haven't exactly been a staunch listener since I left. I'm assuming those bits no longer exist. No, no. The agenda and, is is all of your legacy that is stuck and around, that's, and that's probably for the better. Let's be honest. Yeah, we don't get quite as goofy. We do have a big change coming up, and and you know that change when you took over the podcast, I was a regular listener. And then I became kind of that fill-in guy. You'd have me me come on if if George yeah. and Nick couldn't couldn't join you for a podcast. And then slowly I became your your sidekick, and sooner or later I became Batman on the show. And and we had to we had to bring my own sidekicks in. Uh, <laughs> but but all that that weirdness and all that goofiness and stuff that was my introduction. I was a listener before that, and it was such a it was such a fun change when you took over. We're hoping this next one, when we start on 501, episode 501, does the same thing for all of our listeners as well. So, Jeff, it's been great catching up with you. Awesome to see your face again, hear your voice. I'm sure our listeners really appreciate that as well. The only real connection to fantasy football, still on Twitter, you're at FFJeffM. So that FF, you're going to have to change what that means. Oh, I'm far too lazy to ever actually change that. So, uh, <laughs> slash, I just don't care. So maybe I'll right. come up with like Funk Master Flex. I think that's taken. There we go. That's it. Yeah, I, I like it. I think we'll that's taken. I don't, I don't want to get sued. <laughs> All right, Jeff. Thanks for joining us. It was black. <laughs> that was a lot of fun talking to, to, to Jeff Miller. Jeff is such an eccentric guy. He's uh, so dedicated to what he's working on. And for that year, maybe two years that Jeff was the really the lead host uh, of the DLF Dynasty podcast. It, it was so well organized, so well run, and he did just such a great job. He, honestly, I think Jeff kind of burned himself out uh, on the pod. He worked so hard on it. And that that's about the time that that I came on to the podcast. He he actually got me involved. So, you know, I didn't tell Jeff when we were chatting, but I do thank him really for getting me involved in the podcast. He had me on a, as a guest for those salary cap shows. We had a lot of fun with those. And then slowly when when his co-hosts weren't available, he'd just bring me on to co-host episodes with him just for fun because because uh, he's a good guy. So it's, uh, you know, all, all the shows that I've done here on the podcast are really attributed to Jeff. And uh, him giving me a shot and kind of kind of nudging that door open to the to the so the partners uh, got me in here full time. I, I wanted to get a couple more memories from you guys. Anything that that really jumps off? We've talked about some of the unique shows. We've talked about uh, uh, some a few of these hosts, former hosts that have been on. Matt, is there something? When you think about your time as as a podcast host on the DLF Dynasty podcast, a favorite moment, a favorite thing, a funny story, anything that pops to mind for you? Yeah, there, there's a few. Um, 
I, I do want to say say real quick before before that, like this this isn't necessarily a podcast memory, but like being able to join DLF in the first place when Eric reached out, Eric Dickens reached out to me, uh, like that was just like I I I just lit up and was like on cloud nine for for weeks at a time because I I mean I wrote for this really tiny small site, um, and he saw value in what I brought to the table and, and was able to bring me on, uh, and then. Uh, with Nick too, uh, Nick and, and Jeff, Jeff as well. Uh, Nick, Nick and Jeff both brought me on as a guest spot way back in episode 208. Uh, and I talked about Thomas Rawls. <laughs> so uh, for about 10 or 15 minutes, I brought up some notes the other day and, and, and uh, it's, it's ridiculous the amount of time I spent on Tom, Thomas Rawls that, for that one, <laughs> one little guest spot, but it impressed them enough that, that, you know, eventually once there became a, a spot that, um, I was able to come on the show. So, uh, but, but, but one of my favorite memories, and we, I think we might get it in one of the outtakes with you, Dan, was uh, you used to have this ringtone that was uh, like a beer filling up or oh, something. Boy. But I swear, I swear, it's every time it went off during the show, it sounded like you were peeing at a bottle under, underneath the table or something. Uh, and just just things like that, uh, you know, random things that we would jokes, like you said, inside jokes that would come up like, like that. Uh, so, um, yeah, uh, just just so much fun I've had on the on the show for the last couple of years, last couple of years, last five years, I guess. You you mentioned how you got onto DLF. That that that's a great story. That's a, a lot of the writers here at DLF. That is the story for them. For me, I had never written before, and I I asked if I could write a members' corner article, and that kind of snowballed into three or four members' quarters articles. And then pretty soon I was a, a regular writer on the site. And then pretty soon I was I was a guest spot on the podcast. And now here I am. So, you know, if anybody is listening, it, DLF is such a great place to, to, you know, put your stamp on the Dynasty community and the fantasy community in general. We've had so much fun. Ryan, I know you have an excellent story of how you, you really got into fantasy as well. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I'd been playing, playing fantasy, playing dynasty for a while. And, um, my story is, is similar to Matt's just, uh, I don't know, maybe, maybe a year or so earlier that Eric reached out to me. I, I think I was one of the first three or four writers that, that DLF brought on and, you, you know, just, just immediately began writing as much as I could. And uh, I, I'm with you, Dan, I had not, I had not written much before that. So, uh, I know I was I was a little nervous in in accepting that writing position, worried about would I be able to come up with enough topics to write about. Not necessarily <laughs> yeah, that, worried that's about not my, a problem anymore. Yeah, it's it's, it's worked out pretty pretty well. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan pumps out as much content as anybody, and he's been doing it for years for sure. So once. Once Jeff Miller was was in that lead chair, he needed somebody, a, a sidekick, a wingman. And DLF found him a couple of them in George Criticos and Nick Whalen. They were around for a short time, but certainly put their stamp on the show. They they certainly have their own um their own interests inside the fantasy game. And that certainly showed lots of college conversation. Uh once again, very organized. A uh, lot of information that they that they spewed out on every single episode. Not I, I, the beginning of my time with the podcast overlapped the end of George and Nick's. So we spent a handful of episodes together, maybe fifteen or twenty. And some of my favorite episodes I ever did 
was sitting with George and talking football because George knows so much. It's it's all crammed in that brain. And he just spits it out off, off the tip of his tongue. And it seems so effortless as if he, he didn't even have to prepare at all. I wish I was like that, George. And Matt got a chance to sit down with George and Matt and talk about their time on the episode. And here for episode 500, we are with Nick and George, two former hosts of the DLF Dynasty podcast. In fact, they were the hosts when uh, I, I came on the board. On board. Uh, but we just wanted to bring you guys back, get some little thoughts on uh, some of your memories from the podcast and things like that. But let's start off with what are you guys up to now? I know, I know you're, you're, uh, you guys are both still doing some content, uh, but let's, let's catch up on what you guys are doing both in the community and in your real lives. We'll start with Nick on this one. Yeah, um, I am doing some uh, kind of film streams. So, you know, back when uh, we were with DLF, streams weren't even a thing, I don't think, back yeah. then, you know. Um, the internet, I think, was dial-up. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, yeah, streams are kind of fun because now we can interact with audiences live. Uh, they can ask questions, but also, you know, I kind of go to my roots back of doing films. So I uh, do it with Jared Wackerly. Um, Felix sometimes pops into, but that, that's quite a bit of fun. Um, and I mean, I did start a YouTube channel. I might start that back up. Um, there's because of my coaching background, some people kind of have questions on like, you know, just football questions, you know, fronts, coverages, how things work. Yeah. And I was like, you know, maybe that could be something that people could benefit from. So I think that might be something I'm kind of doing in the future too, just in terms of football wise. Um, Personally, I, mean, I coach football. I think you guys all know that. That's a part of me. 13 years, plus last year, uh, my team made the state semifinals, uh, or I'm sorry, the state quarterfinals. Uh, we were up 14 to nothing and lost 28 to 14. It was heartbreaking. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's kind of a little of what I got going on. How about you, George? Yeah, well, I took uh, it took a little time off this this year. I was writing for four for four, um, and then my wife and I moved, which is a common theme in our you guys move marriage. a lot. We we move a lot, <laughs> uh, so we moved out of Vermont. We moved back to Champaign, Illinois, which we've lived in before, um, and then we found out in September that my wife is pregnant, and so we're expecting our uh, first and only. Yes. Um, so yes. that's exciting. So she's about five months along. So my days are mostly spent, you know, putting together Ikea furniture and, um, trying to figure out, you know, how to hang curtains and blackout curtains and all that fun stuff. So, uh, that's some personal stuff. And then hopefully I'll get back into some writing now that we've settled into our new house and you, know, you might not see the backgrounds because we're we're probably not going to release any video here. But you know, obviously, I've set up a nice office and get to work Impressive. remotely. So, yeah, it's fun times. I'll, I'll check back in about five years uh, on that only <laughs> one and only statement, and we'll see. Oh, that's I can. What, I that's can... what all of my friends that say one and only say, and then the second one comes. I'm, soon, I'm too soon old after. for a second, Matt. I'm too <laughs> old to have two. Uh, I barely have the energy to have one. Nick has a dog, and I'm sure that's enough for him. That's for enough now. for me. That's enough for me. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I did. Did you have a name yet? We don't even know the gender yet, so we don't have. We just we just have a big pool of names. J- Justin just Fields, Crudy Coast. That's all it's gonna be. That's all. <laughs> I was gonna go with Cade McNown, Crudy Coast. But <laughs> real, real life. I don't want to. I don't want to raise a loser. So one of my cousins. Ooh. 
real story. One of my cousins named their son Cade after Cade McNown. And it's Cade Whalen. I am dead serious. That's so, amazing. That's yeah, amazing. It, can, it can go bad. So we're hoping. I mean, I named my dog Fields, so I'm hoping that one's going to work out. <laughs> All right. So uh, just, just to give you guys a little bit of timeline, I went back and went through some of the archives. I found out that uh, the first episode that you guys appeared on along with, with Jeff Miller, who'll be uh, coming up in the next segment, uh, I believe with Dan, uh, was, uh, episode 195. I became kind of like the new, uh, the new, the new crew, the new crew took over for, I believe it was, was, uh, Carl and Eric. Um, and things have, have, have obviously changed since then, but you guys left a, a definitely left a stamp on, on the show. Um, the last episode I have you guys on is somewhere around 255. So, you know, a good, good year, year and a half you guys were on. on if we had a crew uh, at one point where we had five or six hosts kind of rotating through each week, depending on availability. Uh, my first episode was actually 208. That was the one where I came in just as a guest spot with Nick and, and Jeff. I think George was, was out that week. Uh, and I, I came on to talk about Thomas Rawls, of all players. <laughs> I, I, was, I was looking back through my, my Google Drive, and I was like, I found episode 208 notes said like i have like a page of notes on thomas rawls so <laughs> apparently i did enough to impress the you guys brought me on like about 20 episodes later 25 episodes later um as, as part of the main crew but uh so that's where we are right now with with the, with the timeline so i just wanted to to get you guys opinions on or not opinions necessarily but like your feelings on on maybe some memories you had from from dlf dynasty podcasts when you guys uh were were basically the two main hosts of the show yeah, I mean, I can I can start, I guess. I mean, you know, Nick and I obviously good friends outside of of you know kind of DLF and everything, but but that was kind of one big connection point I think for us was you know being on the show, being able to talk you know football, fantasy, talk to different people in the industry. I think that was like a big connection point for the two of us, you know that, and and for me that's a that's a huge thing for sure. Um, yeah, I think we did like the day one stream that one year that we were on and yep. had like a four hour Five long episode. Stream. And they, <laughs> I think they thought we were crazy. Uh, was that the Corey I, Davis year? That was the that was yeah. the the Cooper Cup year when you guys made fun of me about Cooper Cup. So <laughs> oh, that will always right. stick out in, in my that's mind. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was a that was a rough one for me. I did not think that was going to work out. Uh, yeah, I mean that those are, you know, some things to, I think I also made a uh Jeff Miller uh you know slant you know political slam video trying to get him off the show if I remember right. So that yeah. was another one that that very distinctly is burnt into my head. The the whole bit about him going to an island, your parents' island or private island or something <laughs> and like stranding him there, that was one of the most entertaining like segments of the show for me, absolutely. Things haven't changed either. My, my feelings still are the same for both Nick and for Jeff, positive and negative. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, that that was just uh, such a long period of time, really. You know, because because I mean, we we were on the the main pod, and then me and George had our had our, our spinoff of Fometrics, and it was just um, to me. I, I just think back to all of the the friendships and memories I have of um, off air, like we all had before we jumped onto this today um you know twitter dms but also we can't forget about our all of our voxer threads that you guys yeah. put up with me basically like driving to work and just talking like all right guys <laughs> what about you know this guy today and 
you know, we had, um, I, I just think of how many uh, cool friendships because it, it never felt like work to me because we were all friends. Um, and I think we learned a lot from each other, but part of it too was, it, it, you know, we were just like a couple of guys having a beer talking about football or strategy or prospects. And we just happened to record. That's something that's so easy, I think, uh, versus sometimes I think, you know, you can tell when podcast people are straining to like make content or be edgy or takes. And we were just all ourselves, which I think the, you know, the listeners appreciated too. Yeah. And it was Absolutely. cool to see the last thing I'll say is I think it was cool to see the DLF audience grow too. You know, I mean, we would notice like, you know, the, the episodes would trend up or we'd have like a big episode and that to us was like a huge deal because like ultimately, right. You want to connect with people who listen and get engagement. And I think the fact that we saw, you know, the, the numbers go up as we were on it for longer and longer for us was like, Hey, we're doing something right. You know, people actually enjoy it. And to the next point, like it's authentic. Right. And so people respond to that. And I think that to me was, was awesome. And then you get like messages from people who listened to a show and had a question or, you know, a lineup thing or whatever it was. Right. And like the last thing you probably want to do on a Sunday morning is, you know, answer like 47 lineup questions, but that also showed you like <laughs> that they valued your opinion, right? Like that they mm -hmm. actually enjoyed what you said and, and like see you as more than just someone who yaps at them for 45 minutes or well, in our case, probably more like an hour and 10 minutes every week. We were never going <laughs> to, <laughs> keeping that number low yeah so uh nick did bring up phil metrics which you know was one of my favorite podcasts because you like you got the metrics with george and you got the film with nick and uh you know i'm not 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 saying that you guys need to bring that back but it would it would be nice to be able to listen to that show again but just kind of running along that vein since uh you know we are post 2021 fantasy season at least uh, we're still enjoying the playoffs maybe not this past weekend but uh, I, I guess the wild card weekend i'm dating myself from the recording a little bit um but uh you know the we're, we're our, our as dynasty managers our, our attention is tor turned towards this 2022 rookie class and we've had a lot of you know comments about how it's not a great class you know not as deep not as top heavy however you want to want to phrase it and i certainly haven't got into the weeds yet but nick i know you have uh, to to some extent, you always keep up on, on the college stuff and the Debbie stuff. So give us, uh, you know, a few quick thoughts on the 22, 2022 class and maybe like a, 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 an unexpected player that you maybe you're higher on than, than the consensus. Yeah. Um, in, in terms of the metrics, I, people have always wanted it to come back and teased it in comments. And it's uh, I would always be open to it because it would just means I could hang out with George and, and learn Likewise. numbers because I can barely add. and. He's great at that stuff. <laughs> um, in terms of in terms of prospects, I mean, I think what people get disappointed in is I don't think there's uh, necessarily a true superstar, um, and that's what people are always looking for. But I think, as we saw with, I mean, you referenced Cooper Cup. I mean, a lot of it is is coaches developing players and how they utilize their talents, and that's when you see players that do well and players that don't do well in this class. In terms of wide receiver, especially, I mean, you can really have anything you want. If you have, you know, RIP Demarius Thomas clone, you got Traylon Burks, who's this size speed guy that is maybe a little raw as a route runner. You want uh, a poor version of Mike Evans. You got Drake London, who's just jump ball, 
extraordinaire and he's not J.J. Arthega-Whiteside at all. So, um, you know, you have a lot of other guys that are smaller, quicker with routes with Alave and Garrett Wilson. You have the the size, I think, burner, Jamison Williams, hopefully he comes back from that ACL okay, um, to guys that are maybe just technicians and smooth to like a David Bell. Um, you, you kind of have everything, which is, I think, Kind of exciting. You can get some some value in that late first, early second when everyone's like, oh, I want to get rid of this. You can find some guys that have some talent. One I'm going to throw out right now that I think doesn't get enough love and should is Wondell Robinson uh, from Kentucky. Um, smaller, you know, I think probably five, nine, five, ten, 185, 190. We'll see what his true measurements are. You never really know those until they do it. But, I mean, just one of those mismatches that teams crave right now. They want those guys in the slot that can no linebacker can match up with them and even slot DBs. Maybe they're not good either. And he can make you miss. He's got great hands. He's tough. He can run good routes. He's quick and fast. I mean, he's everything you kind of want for that mismatch type guy. Um, and he could be a guy you get in the mid second. So, I mean, I think it's, there's still always value. That's, that's what we look for, right? In dynasty, always value. I just don't think there's a superstar. Sure. I, I, I haven't dug into the rookies yet, but I keep seeing the Wandale name come out there. And I, it, it just makes me think of a toddler trying to say Rondale. And uh, that's, that's as far as I've gotten with, with Wandale's rub so far. So far. Uh, George, how about you, man? You got any takes on this, uh, quick takes on this class? Yeah, I mean, I agree with Nick. I think like there isn't, it's not like an Amari Cooper, Ezekiel Elliott type of year where it's like, uh, you're not sure on the 101 because there are two amazing options it's you're not sure about the 101 because there's not one like clear guy that's like the superstar you know and that I, I totally agree with that I think you know super flex leagues is probably gonna be a little bit of a disappointing year there'll still probably be like four or five quarterbacks that get drafted in the first round of the NFL draft because you know that's just the nature of the NFL draft but the talent's not there the way it's been you know the last few years I would say I mean someone emerges, right? Someone always emerges yeah. and that's the nature of it. But I think uncertainty is going to be like the name of the game here. I think to Nick's point, like wide receiver to me is the exciting position in terms of like the depth and the variety. And, and I love that too. I think unfortunately like running back doesn't share that, which, you know, they have like one or two kind of options at the top. And then it's a lot of questions after that, but, mm-hmm. and tight end, you know, I know no one likes to talk about tight end, but it's, not really interested there's not like that athletic you know type of guy that you're like oh man he could like change the position and you know there's no Kyle Pitts or TJ Hawkinson or anything like that in this one in my opinion and Nick you can totally disagree I I like Trey McBride though I do like him out of Colorado State so you know if you want a guy that could sneak in to be this tight end that could be a difference maker but he's not a freak like what you're saying yeah right right could be a good tight end, and sometimes that's good enough, right? Like, it, not everybody has to be, you know, Kyle Pitts. Yeah. Well, guys, I, unfortunately, that's all the time we have for this evening. It was really good reconnecting with you. You can check Nick Whalen out on, out on Twitter at underscore Nick Whalen. George Criticos, you can check out at Rotohack, still one of the best Twitter names for any dynasty, <laughs> fantasy, whatever personality uh, out there. So thank you guys so much for being a part of the show, helping make this show what it is today. And uh, we'll, we'll definitely keep connecting in the future as well. And uh, we'll send this back to Dan. Matt, George and Nick, they're, they're full of knowledge that 
clearly came through with everything that they said right there. Those guys are a lot of fun. Yeah, uh, I, have, I have a couple of things to share about those two. One, uh, their Filmmetrics podcast that came out uh, after the, after we had, had moved on to the, to the DLF hosting chairs and, and they kind of went off and uh, had their own show. That was an incredible show. We had Nick talking about film and we had George talking about all the metric stuff, hence the name Filmmetrics. And that's a show that I really miss. Um, but I did want to give Nick another shout out because when I first joined DLF, like I, at the old site that I wrote for, I was kind of like th the main guy. Like I did pretty much everything for it. But coming into DLF, this like amazing uh, dynasty established brand, I felt, you know, a little bit like a small, small fish in a big pond all of a sudden. And Nick was one of the first people to reach out to me privately and, you know, kind of like, you know, like, hey, this is this is how things go, you know, and make sure that I was comfortable and all that kind of stuff. So I really appreciated that early on. Uh, and then I want to share one more favorite memory with uh, with with George and Nick and and really, I guess, really more George and Jeff. But Nick was involved, too. Uh, and that was a segment that we had on the podcast where uh, I don't remember, even remember how it came up, came about. But uh, for some reason, Jeff went to this private island. I don't know if you guys remember this, but Jeff went to this <laughs> private island that George's parents owned and uh, he stranded him there. He left them there for days, weeks, months at a time. Uh, we had, I think I'm pretty sure it was on the podcast. Like at the, I don't know if it was outtake or at the end, but we had these little like snippets of, of Jeff recording a small segment of what his life on the Island was like and, and begging George to, to, to come and rescue him. So uh, these guys were, were some of uh, the most influential people on me when I first uh, joined G DLF. Man, they, Jeff, holy cow. He had a lot of fun. He brought that up in the interview. Of course, you heard that earlier. <laughs> and then George and Nick, um, they, they were, were just as much fun, but they have, they have such a serious monotone, um, demeanor, I guess. Uh, and that, that makes it sound sarcastic. It makes it sound like, uh, like they're there. There's always an inside joke. Uh, man, they, I, I miss those guys having those guys around. We, we talked to George probably a hundred episodes ago. Now uh, that was a good time for sure. Matt, I wanted to share another story with you. Um, you know, when, when we, we were doing the transition, Jeff was slowly stepping away from the show and, and George and Nick and myself, honestly, I've always thought a three man crew is just about right. And and you were filling, I think you filled in a couple times. We had you as a guest maybe a couple of times. And it, it seemed probable. It's, it seemed probable that George and Nick, or, or at least one of them, were probably going to step step away. And I was skeptical when I heard, heard Matt Price <laughs> is going to be the guy. We got a guy waiting in the wings. I heard that. I got, I got news. It might have been from Ryan. He's the guy. And I'm like, yeah, I think he's good, but do we really? We could probably do a two-man podcast instead <laughs> of a three-man. And it was a horrible decision because, of course, you're one of my best friends now. I love talking to you. love getting together every single week. But it didn't start. We were on rocky footing. You you probably never knew. But uh, oh, I, I, was, I wasn't real sure about this Matt Price guy. You never said it explicitly, but for some reason, I just got this vibe that you weren't quite quite on board. You, I, wasn't, <laughs> I, wouldn't, I wouldn't go as far as saying you didn't like me, but maybe necessarily that you didn't want to talk to me every single week. <laughs> <laughs> That's certainly changed now. Uh, Ryan, a similar story when you joined, and I think this is going to be in the outtakes as well. That came after uh, Chad Scott stepped away and we're, we're going to get a chance to talk to Chad as well. Um, once he stepped away, 
it was announced that you were going to take take his place. You actually called me and said, "Hey, what do you think of this?" And I said, "I, I said all the right things." Said, "Yeah, that's awesome. That's so great." I hung up the phone after you said that and thought to myself, "Aaron's going to kill him. There's no way she's going <laughs> to. He's already doing these other podcasts, writing all this stuff. He's taking on more responsibility at DLF, pretty much in charge of all that is written. It felt felt like at DLF, she's she's going to end his life. He won't even make it through one episode." And, uh, and holy cow, here you are 205 episodes later, you're still doing it. She hasn't, she hasn't quite put you down yet. I've I've survived so far, but I I can't, I don't know. I have a terrible memory in general, but I, I can't recall the exact order of when I was doing different podcasts, but I I know at one point I was doing five different podcasts at the same time. Uh, Of course, this was one of them. The Bull Rush, Commission Impossible, both with Scott Fish. Uh, I was doing uh, Dynasty Blueprint at the time. And then uh, also Player Raider, an- another podcast oh, yeah. that was hosted oh, yeah. on, the, on the DLF family of pods. So, like I said, I can't even necessarily remember the order. But at that, at that point, this was just one more. And it's, it was like, hey, if I can do four, I can do five or, or whatever. And, uh, of course, this one's this one's uh been the one that i've stuck with now for over 200 episodes and it was it was a great decision i'm kind of with you though i was i was ahead i was hesitant at first uh just because there was so so much other stuff going on and you know could i really make time and, and do a do a good job with it uh hopefully i hopefully i have well, and before before you joined too, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think I, I remember editing several episodes of this show, and now we just get to show up and talk. and And your amazing wife uh, edits and puts together our show every single week. So I know all three of us are very thankful for that. I remember Dan uh, tried to edit one episode, and he was texting me like, "I I can't do this. It's it's <laughs> what is this audacity thing? Like, what are we doing here? Like, I just think it took me like seven hours to edit." So I know, I know him, he especially was appreciative uh, of of Aaron coming on board. I think that's the best editing job that we've ever had done. (laughs) Certainly. I I spent more time on that one episode than Aaron has on the 250 she's done. Uh, She's so good at it. And I clearly am not. So once, uh, once Nick and George stepped away, we added Matt. I was, I was already in tow and we needed somebody to fill before Ryan got here. And that was Chad Scott. Chad was here for a short time. And of course he he had previously been with DLF and came back to us. And man, it was so fun, Matt, spending time with Chad every week because he seemed to have a goofy story. He had a lot going on in his life, of course, at that time as well. So we got to hear some funny stories in the background that unfortunately we didn't get to record. And I'd love to share a couple of those with, with you, with you all. But Chad became close. We came, became close with Chad. We, we had a lot of fun with him for sure. Um, any specific memories of Chad Scott and his time here? Absolutely. Do you remember every single episode? He had that box of wine sitting next to the, yes. <laughs> next to the computer on his desk and he would just spin around. And like, that was when I learned that like boxed wine was like a thing. Cause I'm not, a, I'm not a, a wine. I don't know anything about wine. I'll drink it if it's in front of me, but I always thought boxed wine was for, you know, like, I, I don't know. Like it was just a lower quality. And he'd be like, no, man, this stuff is good. And like turn around and pour himself <laughs> another another glass <laughs> out of out of that box sitting on the desk. So, uh, yeah, Chad was so much fun. Uh, it, he, he did a lot of the like what you do now as, as the primary host, um, you know, kind of throwing things to us. 
uh, as that hosting duty. So uh, just so many laughs with that guy. Go and, uh, you know, we have to remember that show that he had before with a guy named Rich Rebar, which was an amazing show, the Fake Goods Pod. Uh, that's yeah. kind of where he he came into popularity. Yeah, so many laughs, so many good times. And Ryan, you got a chance to sit down with Chad and, and talk to him. Uh, let's get to that conversation. I'm now being joined by Chad Scott. Chad is one of my favorite people that I've met in this industry. Uh, I, I love this guy like a brother and he's, he spent, a, he had a couple stints with DLF and his second one, uh, was when he was part of the DLF podcast, uh, with current host Dan and Matt. So Chad, welcome back. Thank you, Ryan. Yeah, man. I'm, uh, I'm excited to, to sit here with you guys. I want to congratulate you guys 500 episodes. And then uh, obviously the good news with, uh, the purchase or the acquisition, uh, things are, things are going really well for DLF and I'm happy, happy that all happened after my time there. Yeah. We got rid of you and things started looking <laughs> yeah. up. That's, that's, that's how it usually how it works. Goes. Yeah. That's how it goes. <laughs> uh, Chad, you had, uh, I guess what we could consider a, a short run you were with, uh, with the podcast, basically the, the back half of the 2017 season from uh, May until December. And I, I know you had a lot of fun with those guys uh, and, and life just got too crazy for you with, with real life. And, uh, and and your work, of course, but any any memories that stand out from your time on the podcast? You know, probably nothing specific, but like uh, I, I just always I always looked forward to uh, the the like the day or the night before we we broadcast or you know just talking about the sheet and like what we were going to talk about. I always I always enjoyed like. Um, that part of it, like the, before the show stuff, um, and talking with Matt and, and, uh, and Dan, uh, about like what we're going to talk about. And then just like the jokes from there just always kind of just happened. And then, I mean, just our, it was, it was, it wasn't hard to, I, I feel like I jumped onto the DLF podcast, um, with those two and they had this, um, they already had this, you know, they were a team already. And then I was just joining them and it, I, I didn't feel like we, we missed it. We skipped a beat or anything like that. We kind of gelled pretty quickly and um, it was, it was a fun show. I, I, I wish I could have been doing it. I wish I would have done it a little longer than I, than I did, but uh, it was, it was a fun few months for me for sure. Yeah, absolutely. And of course your, your first, I believe it was your first uh, experience at least with podcasting was with fake to goods. I know, uh, I know yeah. Matt has called that his favorite uh, fantasy football podcast. I totally agree. That was with <laughs> with your buddy Rich Rebar when when you guys, I believe, were both with the the fake football. Yeah, um, yeah. And that pod was so great. I mean, you you are known. You know, anybody who has known you, listened to you, interacted with you on Twitter, just knows how funny you are. <laughs> uh, and of course, Rich always brings the numbers, brings the data. It yeah. is so so locked in on that analytical side of, uh, of fantasy football, you all were a great duo. Um, and that's, that's of course separate from DLF, but uh, memories of podcasting in general. Yeah. Um, gosh. Yeah. I remember when I, uh, I was approached by the fake goods. I was, I was writing for DLF at the time and, uh, I was approached by the fake football, excuse me, um, to do, to start like their dynasty content. Uh, and so, I didn't really know what I was doing, but, you know, I tried and thankfully like rich rebar 
like fell into my lap somehow. I don't even remember how it happened to be honest with you, but, um, it was going to be me and another guy named Murph, Murph, Murphy or something like that. And then he kind of, I didn't hear back from him and then I got rich and then we we're like, let's try a podcast. And from there, I mean, it was, uh, that was probably the most fun I had podcasting ever was, was, was with rich and doing the fake goods. Um, he made my job so easy. All I had to do was basically show up, uh, do the, do the itinerary for the show. And, uh, I mean, he, he did everything else. Like it was just easy and I could just drink uh, a lot and, and make funny jokes. So I thought funny jokes on the side and, and it was just a good conversation. We always had, we always had really good guests. Um, people were more than gracious with their time, uh, with us. And I mean, that was just, that was a, that was a fun time. Like people, I, I, I really enjoyed that time too. Yeah, we. I think we all did. If you listen to that, I, I actually still go back and and try to listen to some of those episodes. It's it's <laughs> tough to find the old episodes, uh, you know, once once they're four or five years old. But yeah, maybe, you know, maybe they're still out there. They got to be somewhere. Uh, so, Chad, uh, you know, you stepped away from DLF. You did eventually come back, uh, teaming back up with with Rich Rebar uh, during the twenty twenty season. You were the host of the. Uh, pre-stat motion podcast for sharp football where where rich works it sounds like you basically are taking credit for discovering rich which is cool yeah. that's good good for you i really um, do yeah i really am and then uh, things of course got crazy again it, it, with your day job obviously yeah. covid and and your your work in hospitals and and as a nurse and uh weren't able to continue with that but uh it sounds like you're still playing dynasty a little bit though is that is that right I am. Yeah. I, uh, I'm not in 28 leagues like I was a few years ago. Um, I think, yeah, I'm down to, uh, two home league dynasties, uh, one keeper league and then a redraft league I do. And that's, but just my, my two dynasties now. It's good to hear you're still, uh, still got some skin in the game a little bit. Uh, Absolutely. Any, any dynasty hot takes you want to share? Give us Uh, something. Something. Oh, what can I, what can I say? Dynasty hot take. Uh, are we talking like for the 2022 season? Yeah, we're, we're already moving on there's, there's a few games left this season. Some people care about those, but we're, we're ready for 2022. We're moving. All right. Isaiah Pede will no. Um, <laughs> that's long inside joke with DLF and me. Um, let's see hot take, hot take, hot take. Uh, all right. Cam Akers will be the RB one next year. Hmm. It, I mean, his comeback is certainly just amazing. And uh, I mean, even you being in the medical field, it's just got to blow yeah. your mind. This, is- Yeah, I didn't think there was a chance, but I mean, that, I mean, that's impressive. I mean, for anybody to do that and a running back, Jesus. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, breaking, breaking that mold. Uh, I like it. I like it. He's, he's still a value. He's gaining value just by getting back on the field within, uh, within, you know, six or seven months of the injury but still a value, especially if he ends up finishing as the RB1. Is, yeah, the RB1, not all RB1, the RB1. Yeah. The, I like it. You heard it I here like first. It. Probably not, but. <laughs> all right, good stuff, Chad. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for your time on the DLF Dynasty podcast. We really appreciate it. Thank you, Ryan. It's good seeing you, brother. One last story about chad chad when he ended his time with the podcast it was so weird matt and i I don't even know if chad would would want me sharing this but um 
I remember texting Matt afterwards and we both kind of thought, what the heck just happened? So we sat, sat down for a production meeting, which happens from time to time. We don't do it as much now. We like to do that at the end of podcasts after we record. But we sat down and planned eight or ten episodes. Yeah, I think it was on a Sunday night. It was in the middle of the season. And we stayed up late doing it. The very next morning, we got a message that Chad's not going to be on the podcast anymore. And I was like, Matt, that's got to be one of his jokes. That's got to be one of the things that he does. You know, yeah. what? what's the deal with that? Because that's such a Chad thing to do, to invest two hours into planning everything out. out and then say, pull the rug out from underneath you. So that, that was our lasting memory of Chad. Well, and he was never, uh, I'm sure that two hours was brutal for him too. He was never the planner. Right. You know, his, yeah, his, no. his real talent was to be able to just show up and he was on, you know what I off mean? Off the cuff. Uh, yes. Just right off the cuff. That's where a lot of his best material came from. And uh, so I, I'm sure that that, that maybe, oh gosh, Dan, was that? Is that what ended Chad's run on the podcast, that planning session? I sure hope not. Maybe. That could be. It might be our fault. We've been joking about it all this time. (laughs) Uh, Of course, Chad, we got to play in leagues with him. We've we've heard from him since and uh, still a good friend of ours. Chad's great. Um, Before we get out of here, guys, we have to share some of the outtakes that we've had on the show. And and Matt, I got to say, man. You're known for the outtakes. Your mispronunciation <laughs> of names is epic. It used to happen almost routinely, as if it was a bit on the show. You could count on it once an episode. And you've cleaned it up since, of course. I don't, I don't know what the reason for that is. Maybe it's just not as funny as anymore. But that is one of my favorite outtakes that we've had, uh, especially the Juju Schuster Smith. Pop back all of a sudden it did and you caught up. Seen on a Jimmy Graham or Jimmy Graham, Jimmy Garoppolo Packer fan. Holy cow, we're very professional here. Oh my god, this is horrible. So, I was a we talked about it over the offseason. I was a big Mac fan, and I was a big Mac fan. I also like Whoppers. <laughs> so, because of that, uh, I, I, sorry, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. That was weird. Stupid. As soon as I start, the dog starts barking. Oh, your dog's the sponsor, right? <laughs> Bentley, the sponsor. <laughs> it's a good day. Have another beer, Dan. God dang it. There's a giant fly in here. <laughs> you arrogant prick. <laughs> What? All right, let's do That's this. That's going in the outtakes. D- Darren, Darren, Darren Fells, Jeremo, Jeremo, sorry, Jericho Kachery. Uh, tough one to get out there. This is really what we should should expect from Louisville Cardinals, though. They're just <laughs> well done, sir. Edit that out, Aaron. Yeah, We're like gonna start again. <laughs> I know. But thanks for the note. She's <laughs> like, saying. yeah, Chad. Oh, really? I, I know. <laughs> Oh man, I can't believe you do it. And then when I heard you were do- <laughs> put out word that you were interested in, in filling yeah. the void here, I was like, what? Aaron's going to kill him. <laughs> he won't be able to make it to the first episode. He'll be dead. I, I got permission first. <laughs> you did. You talked to her first. I'm sure you did. That yeah. was a smart move. Later. I was getting my ode to Chad in there. <laughs> oh. I thought I thought you were. I'm like, oh, the big Mr. Big Shot's got to bounce as soon as he. 
Juju Smith Schuster. I can't ever say. I always want to say Schuster Smith for some reason, but it's not that. What you doing over there, Dan? That's my ringtone. That's my text message tone, and I muted the stupid thing. And I thought you were like pouring a bunch of drinks. Thought you were pouring a bunch. I need one. I need one. Uh, Sorry, Aaron. Gosh, I lost my train of thought. It's not good radio. Even guys like Keelan Cole and and uh, what was the other guy? Jaden, not McKissick. Jaden something. Mickens. Jaden Mickens. I mean. Your podcast? Yeah, still doing my podcast. You're taking forever. You're almost like you're not gonna drink dinner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, wait, have you seen Karen's Raphael that he sold you? Yeah. Can you guys go downstairs? Uh duh. <laughs> you don't have to tell us that. They Matt, did you did you screw this up? Yeah, and we thought really we talk about all the... Go ahead. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Dan. <laughs> That's all right, man. We can uh, we can piece it together. We've got a good editor. Oh, I'm so going to eat the sandwich while we do this podcast. Put that on the outtakes, Aaron. Uh, 46? 30, 30, <laughs> 36. A total of 36 players. No, 46. 36. 36. 12 plus 12 is 24, plus 6 is 30, plus 16, 46. Where do you get 16? Six quarterbacks, six tight ends. Oh, I'm sorry. 12 running backs, 12 wide receivers. Yeah. Professionals don't say that last number, Dan. You don't say record? You don't say one, you just do it. Record is not a number. (laughs) Do do I say record then? You guys are going to, I'm going to go three, two... And we'll both, we'll all three hit it at the same time. <laughs> Sorry. He's done. He's done, I think. <laughs> well, that's up to our brilliant editor. Uh, I'm sure she will. Have I stumped you? No, I'm going to try not to make an ass of myself this time. <laughs> <laughs> So, with that, let's uh, get to our main topic here. Hang on. <laughs> what? Hang on. Uh, this back-to-back thing was not a good idea. <laughs> um, hold on. Yeah. You look kind of foggy. I know, because this laptop sucks ass. Welcome back to the DLF Dynasty podcast. I'm Dak. Dak Prescott hosting... Uh... Gosh, I got some mad <laughs> Awesome. I mean, we are full of outtakes tonight. Well, that sucks. I wasn't listening. <laughs> <laughs> are you for real? Yes. <laughs> Who, who are you talking about? All right, let, I'll do this again. No, I, 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 don't, don't do it again. Just tell me. Tyrod Taylor. Tyrod Taylor will at okay, some gotcha. point be a okay. top 25 quarterback. I, I, I heard the rest. 
DeMarcus Cousins just signed with the Golden State Warriors. I don't know who that is. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> He's, but the Warriors just got even better. Well, oh, what happened? See, Dan, do you that's why the NBA is dumb. What just happened? Dan, can you hear me? I heard the Warriors just Cousin, got better. Cousin signed with the Warriors. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> in Dynasty and fantasy football in general, Brian? It's really interesting to me with Thomas because his value... Oh, did I interrupt you? You were. You did. Ryan had his hand up. <laughs> no, go oh, ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. I, go ahead. You I, guys stopped talking, so I started talking. <laughs> Alshon, Jeffrey, Jeff Gordon, or Jeff Gordon. It might as well be Jeff Gordon <laughs> easy, at this point. Josh easy. Gordon. Easy. Slow down. I know I'm going to catch so much flack for not for saying that about Star Wars. It's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> oh, who, I, I, I'm going to have to look up his name so I don't, I don't get it wrong here. Did you poop? No. Oh, who pooped? Hudson. Hudson pooped? Yeah. <laughs> Hudson's not even here, dude. I'm working. Wait. Oh, he's working? No. Oh. <laughs> Complain, big brother. <laughs> I mean, sorry, not Carlos Hyde. I did it again. Is this going on the on the freaking outtakes too, Aaron? <laughs> ah, Carlos Henderson. Well, that is for sure, no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Gusecki, is that is that the right pronunciation, Dan? Uh, for for John, Jonathan, is it Jonathan? Williams, yeah, John Williams, right? Joe Williams. Joe Williams. Joe, Joe Williams. <laughs> Naheem Ni- <Ni-Hime> Hines. <laughs> I- I'm sure I said that right. Uh, 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 what's the word I'm looking for? Hey, Aaron, here's another f- cutout for you. Here's another <laughs> future future outtakes for you. Oh, no, sorry. My bad. My uh, bad. Yeah, we'll just cut that. <laughs> yeah, just, just cut that out. No, Dan, Dan said you had lots of good tidbits. Grown men don't say the word tidbits, I think. I had some good things to say, you guys. You didn't hear any of it. <laughs> I don't care. I am doing a podcast right now that you're interrupting. Aaron is going to be like, why did I have to listen to 22 minutes of stupidity <laughs> if she has to use that backup? What a shit show. Sorry, Aaron. No, she'll fix it. Is there a guy? I'm going to have to start that over. got a good editor she'll clean it up yeah if that if that segment doesn't really show you the amount of fun that we have behind the scenes i I don't think we can tell our listeners what what's really up outside of that man we've had a lot of fun i mentioned the mispronunciation of names that's uh that's a good one for sure there there was also um i i think the um the, I thought I thought Aaron was going to kill you. That one was in there as well, <laughs> Ryan. Um, man, there's so many more where I wish we had hit record just a few seconds earlier, right? Yeah, I remember. Um, I don't think those were in there. I'll have to go back and re-listen. But I, I don't have a great attention span. So sometimes while <laughs> you guys are talking, I mean, that one did show up that I just I had to admit I wasn't listening. But um, it happens a lot. So, you know, while you guys are talking, maybe I'm checking out Twitter or checking my email sometimes. I've definitely gotten caught doing that a few times. I remember when, uh, of course, I'm a, I'm a big Kentucky fan and Kentucky basketball fan. I rem- remember when DeMarcus Cousins signed uh, a big contract while we were recording a show. And I, I, for some reason, I thought that was worthy of interrupting the pod to tell you guys. Uh, <laughs> 
Matt didn't even know who DeMarcus Cousins was. I, that, I remember right, that. that was a good one. Yeah. That kind of threw me off. And and I mean, on a on a very sad and somber note, unfortunately, we were recording a pod when when the news of Kobe Bryant's death, which was just almost yeah. uh, just just over two years ago now. Um when when that happened. So uh we we kind of called called the timeout on what we were doing just to uh you know to take that in and um yeah, a lot of things like that, uh, just those interruptions have happened over the years. Ryan, when you said that you that you're checking Twitter or looking at your email, <laughs> I always thought you were you were digging deep into some stats for the next segment or yeah, something. I didn't realize. <laughs> yeah. I he was just I just thought he didn't find any value in what we had to say, Dan. Well, that could be it too. <laughs> um, you know, before we get out of here, guys, I you know, we were sharing some of our memories and some of our, our favorite parts of, of putting together this podcast uh, before we hit the record button. And all of us said getting together with each other and, and getting to know each other, spending time outside of the podcast together. Last year, we went on the on the NFL draft weekend and watched the draft together, the three of us and a few other guys that we know. And those kind of those times I, I you know, when I when I was uh, just a dynasty player in, in random dynasty leagues on the Internet and, and the one league with my buddies, I always thought I was the weird one that, you know, there's nobody else that watches all seven rounds of the draft and digs <laughs> deep into all the players and and wants to know how they'll affect their team next year. Even even my best friends that were in my home league didn't do that kind of thing. I was the, I was kind of the freak of the group. And it, it's just so great to know two other freaks just like me. Yeah, that's that's definitely been the best part for me. And, uh, you know, if you listen to the pod, maybe, um, you know, maybe our our best memory should have been some great take we had or a prediction or something that went well or a strategy. Uh, But the reality for me, at least, is that it's exactly what you said, Dan. It's uh, it's it's these friendships we've built and, and you guys have become two of my best friends. Uh, we, we met up in Chicago and St. Louis and, and South Dakota and, and Kentucky and everywhere else. And, and we have more of those uh, trips and meetups planned. And that's really the best part for me selfishly. And, and remember this game is about fun. So, I mean, as, as much of the info that we put out there, we really hope it, you hope it helps you guys win your leagues and all that. But at the end of the day, this game is about fun and friendship and all of that. And that's what we have here on the pod from Dan making, uh, you know, making a special fantasy football game for us to play when we met up in St. Oh. Uh, where I was in Chicago, right? Chicago. Uh, Dan made yeah. up a board. Like he, he got us uh um, he made up these little plaques for us that says DLF. He got us a, 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 a colster, like a like a metal can uh, koozie for us with the DLF pod and our names on it, that kind of stuff. And then, uh, you know, we played, we played, I don't know if we want to share this, but I'm going to do it anyway. We played a game called Laden Thinks. We had a lot of oh, fun yeah. in that if you haven't played. And uh, Dan, I just have one question for you. How many total toes have you touched today? <laughs> Yeah, fun. We've had a lot of fun on the podcast and, and everywhere else. And it's been 500 episodes, guys, of the DLF Dynasty podcast. Uh, hoping for 500 more. I hope we I spend all of them with you two. It's been a great time. Moving forward, though, guys, uh, quickly, we have a lot of fun changes starting up this coming week. Episode 501. 
a little more upbeat show, some a new intro, new new segments, new information, new ways to get information out to you guys, and new ways for us to have some more of this fun on the podcast every single week. We we hope you join us for another 500 episodes of the DLF Dynasty podcast for Ryan and Matt. I'm Dan. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you again. Later.